Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy. You have your two star-studded hosts here. Uh, we're the best in the entire world, the best in the galaxy, some would say. Uh, my name is Carmen. My name is Kelsey, and it is a beautiful day for a podcast in any galaxy. But Even those that one. are far, far away <laughs> and a long time ago. But unfortunately, we are stuck in this one, so... It's but true. That's all right. We still like it here because this is the one where we get Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's so, Academy. Yeah, a little bit of both. Best of both worlds. Um, okay, so let's get into it. This is a good one. I was super... I almost texted you before you watched it to be like, hey, this might be a longer episode because it's setting up a lot for the finale, but I didn't want to like build up your expectations and have you be disappointed. So I just didn't. And then when you texted me, fuck, I was like, well, I guess he just watched it. <laughs> so, but did you feel like you had a lot to say in this one? Cause I felt like I have more, a little more notes than normal. And I was stopping a lot to write a lot of things. I, I had to stop and write uh, a couple of times, but it wasn't, it was more so like thoughts on the dialogue yeah. as opposed to specific notes on the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, should, should, I, I want to say one thing, and I, and okay. I don't know if I if I'm jumping too far ahead. No, no, you know what? Just Let's get it. through the it's first our podcast. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> the scene with Izzy and Denny is the new version of the George Meredith scene for me now. With Fucking hate it. So, what the oh, what? The crying scene where they both cry. The cr- yes. Oh, okay. Where yeah, where, where a, she's where she's sitting there, uh, like. Uh, what She's am like I gonna do? A mental breakdown, like full you, on mental breakdown. It's insane. You forced me to love you. Oh my gosh, this is George and Meredith. This yeah, is insane. It's, it's really, it's a lot. This is a, this is a, this is a lot in this one. It's, it's I, uh, yeah. So now, any, I, I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna play into that for the next three or four uh, intro recaps, even going into next season. So, uh, um, yeah, basically. <laughs> That's that's the new version of the cringy uh, Derek, uh, uh, sorry George Meredith crying scene now. So uh, yeah, got rid of really one crying scene and just filled it, just, just slid right on in with another. Yeah, so we'll get more into that. But basically, it was just so cringy, so awkward, very uncomfortable. Um, and I'm like, this is just not how the world works, Izzy. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, but I, I will say. And we'll exp- I'll explain more in, in this episode. But she is my new least favorite character on this entire show. Yes. How she has fallen so far yes. from grace. Oh, I love that. Okay. So we'll get into it for real. This is the 25th episode of the second season. It is overall the 34th episode. And it is called 17 Seconds. Take it away. Yes, it is. Uh, so 17 Seconds is actually uh, the title uh, song of uh, the second studio album by The Cure, released uh, April 22nd, 1980. Uh, now, this uh, the, the specific song, 17 Seconds, was released on the B-side. It was not a single, uh, and it did not chart on its own. However, um, the album itself did chart as high as number 20 on the UK Albums Chart in 1980 to 1981, as high as number 9 in New Zealand, 15 in the Netherlands and 39 in Australia. Um, it did end up in the uh, 2020 when they, they do, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the re-release, the re the re uh, yeah. issue 
of albums, and it reached number 186 on the U.S. Billboard 200, and it reached number 36 on the top rock albums. So um, it aged a lot better than its initial uh, reception, but uh, the specific song itself uh, did not um, do do terribly well. I will say, uh, listening to this song, um, I hate it. It was not good. It's not a good song. Uh, the song kind of sucks. Uh, literally, there's virtually no lyrics in it, and the music is just awful. Um, and also, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I want you guys to know that this is not... Uh, this is a hot take, all right? Uh, I don't like The Cure. I don't think The Cure is a good band. Uh, I don't think they're they're good. There's no good songs by them. Uh, as, a, as a punk rock fan myself, they're kind of like punk rock royalty i just have never liked their music uh so i apologize if i offend anyone with that uh just message me directly at carmen.gabriel.official <laughs> and tell me how much you hate me but don't listen you can say any mean thing you want swear at me be derogatory i don't care but if you spoil the show for me uh <laughs> kelki and i will find you i like that uh, that's is jessica is that still her go-to threat when you argue that she's gonna spoil Grey's anatomy for you I, I don't, I think she's, she has not watched. She's in season nine and she like stopped. She completely fell off a cliff. <laughs> so but that, we also, that is what she does. I'm, I'm using rewatching suits as a distraction. So I don't, mm. I think she's getting her fix on TV shows elsewhere. Uh, but I will say, so I, I have the lyrics pulled up for 17 seconds. Um, and it, and it reminds me of the, uh, the stairway scene with, uh, Derek and Meredith, mm-hmm. uh, the light begins to fade and everything is quiet now. Feeling is gone. The picture disappears and everything is cold now. The dream had to end. The wish never came true. And I'm thinking to myself, that's uh, that's for sure that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, very much like the glass facade, like the the fake little world they lived in is, is ruined. It's gone. Well, and it's never also like, yeah. The whole, oh, we're friends thing is <laughs> not so much. Good. They were never friends. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I will say I was wondering when I was um, watching it, I was like, did they pick an amount of time and then find a song? Or did they just say, we need a song that's seconds? Because they knew, I think they knew they wanted it to be seconds, obviously not minutes. Um. I don't know. I was just wondering, I was like, I wonder if they picked 17 seconds and then found that song or if they were like, just find a song that seconds and then we'll just use that and we'll plug that number into our script. Yeah, I did like that. What was, what was the, she said 17 seconds. That's not even long enough for a Yeah, it's not even the length of a decent kiss. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's, that's the, that's it for the song by the cure. Your favorite band. Favorite band of no. Um, you know Paul McCartney. I think was in Nashville today. I think that was today. It might be tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> it was in Knoxville it? yesterday for sure. Oh, uh, sorry. We'll catch him on the next tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> if there is enough, if you would have come to Chicago, I want you to know that I would have gone without you. But he's not coming to Chicago. Yeah. Well, well, I would expect you to go without. I wouldn't be offended if you went without me. <laughs> yeah. So, no worries. Um. Okay. So this episode was written by Mark Wilding and directed by Dan Minahan. Uh, it aired May 14th, 2006 to 22.6 million viewers. 
Let's see what Netflix has to say about this guy. Okay. Meredith and Derek receive bad news about their dog. Izzy takes drastic measure in hopes of getting a new heart for Denny. Let's say the first one is more Meredith and Derek bicker because they're in love. And Izzy goes a little bit insane. <laughs> that would be my, uh, that would be my <laughs> synopsis. Oh uh, yeah. Also you need to include something about, uh, Oh, the shooting, <laughs> the sh- maybe the shooting or, uh, Addison starts to find, figure things out. Yeah, this is what, okay, this is what the one on IMDb says. The victims of a workplace shooting are admitted. Izzy puts her job on the line to ensure Denny gets a new heart. Callie makes an effort with Meredith and Addison is suspicious of Derek. I feel like that's better than the Netflix one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right off the bat, I just want to say good episode for Callie. Great Mm -hmm. episode for George. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, we've we've hit a string of of wins coming to an end with a bad episode for Addison. Um, And uh Bailey is always a queen. I guess that's really, I really have nothing ever bad to say about yeah, Bailey. It's true. <laughs> not a lot of, not a lot of screen time for her though. In this episode, yeah, we didn't get a lot of Bailey in this one, but um, you know, she's great. We love her. We stand. Yeah. She's a queen. And obviously a terrible episode for Izzy. <laughs> uh, just absolutely God awful. Yeah. Not, such not a good trash. Um, you know, it's good times out here <laughs> for Dr. Stevens. Not really anything either, which way for Alex, honestly. He's just kind of there. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let's dive on in. Start with that recap. I wrote Izzy and Denny Palooza. Cause there was a lot of Izzy and Denny in the recap. <laughs> Basically every yeah. time they've ever interacted was in the recap. So <laughs> a montage of their entire was relationship. The majority of the recap was them. So in case, in case you weren't sure what this episode was going to be about. Did the recap prompt any predictions for you for Izzy and Denny? I said Denny for sure dies this episode. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. If you go off of the last the cutaway moment, you're not wrong. <laughs> hey, he that's what I thought. Dead. I I'm like, there's I mean, no way he lives. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped his heart. He is oh flatlined. Oh my gosh. Oh. And then um just the, when when Meredith said says but burke hasn't forgiven you it gets me every time it's such a good line it's like literally christina's like ah well burke forgave me and he's and she's like (laughs) but he fucking hasn't christina i love it when they like call each other out because i feel like it doesn't happen that often they're just always blindly on each other's sides yeah but like sometimes Uh, they're like okay but you're dumb (laughs) i think it's funny Oh, um, goodness so gracious. Get, yeah, Meredith and the vet, Callie and George, Christina and Burke are still fighting. Meredith and Derek are fighting because Derek sucks. So that's the recap. Yeah. Also, I I was... Uh, so in this beginning scene, by the way, when they're playing darts, um, I was very much pro-Burke being mad at Christina, but... Mm-hmm. About halfway through the episode, I'm like, okay, Burke, you're in the wrong now. <laughs> you've lost yeah, again, you've lost the position of we're power. Kind of, he was doing the thing that Derek was doing last episode where he's yeah. using his position of power in the workplace to like inflict punishment because of the anger, which I'm like, okay, if you just want to be mad, that's fine. You can be mad in your relationship, but you have to leave it at the door. Just separate it from your work. So 
So it goes back to that other thing when he's like, when we're at work, I can't be your boyfriend. And she goes, oh, so when we're at work, I can sleep with other people. <laughs> Throwback. Oh, uh, <clears throat> so anyways, yeah, I agree. Um, I understand that he's mad, but I am also like, what does he want her to do about it? She can't go back in time and stay awake during sex. I mean, she probably right. hasn't apologized, which she could do, but... <laughs> Other than that, I'm like, what is it that you're looking for here? Also, oh, God. Oh, sorry, guys. It's 4 a.m. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Eastern, uh, 3 a.m. Central. Uh, (laughs) But it's 5 p.m. in England or something. I don't know. Uh, Remember that time we flew to England? Yeah, Uh, you know, the Queen's Jubilee is today. Oh, yeah. We were we were invited personally. We couldn't yeah, make it because yeah, we, yeah. we had to do this podcast. I can't fly because I'm, I'm pregnant, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, just like, you know, the best way to forgive someone for, for falling asleep during sex is to, like, just have sex. Like, just, Again. And then just everyone stays awake. <laughs> yeah. And then it's fine. You're great. Also... The thing that bugs me most about that particular this this character arc thing that or this this storyline that they have for them is she said that she came twice. Yeah. Like, Burke, you did your job, buddy. Yeah. It just took you too long. I wouldn't be I I mean, like, I, I would be upset. Like, yes, I'm not saying that I wouldn't be upset. But like But you wouldn't linger on it for that long? No. But like, all right, a blowjob's all all I need and I'm <laughs> and I forgive you. It would be yeah, very easy. Even. Just don't fall asleep and earn that, please. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Too funny. Yes, thank you. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so they're all at Joe's. Burke and Derek are throwing darts. And Christina and Izzy and uh, Meredith are talking about how they think they're picturing, excuse me, Meredith and uh, Christina's faces. I do like Meredith's line where she's like, he called me a whore. He doesn't get to picture me anymore. I'm like, good. That's right. Stand your ground. Yeah. That do man it. sucks. Um, Alex shows up and Izzy's really rude. She's like, oh, we don't hang out with gynecologists. I'm a snobby elitist. I sleep with my patients. Yeah. And, and what well, technically it, I she mean, hasn't it, done that, but whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, what did she, he said something though, that prompted the response because he said, he was, oh, is Izzy actually le- left the hospital? Like left Denny's bedside basically. Oh yeah, so that that means he's dead. Oh yeah, he was like, "Oh, did Denny die, and that's why you left the hospital?" Yeah, it's so sad. Also, you got the sniffles too. We both are sick. Just it's just that this cough won't go away because of this heckin' pollen. Heckin' pollen. And I'm also still pounding tums because this heartburn is relentless. Baby, better be cute. Um. Anyways, (laughs) yes, he will. Um. So then Sorry, George Yes, he I don't know why I say it like a <laughs> fucking fine. inconsiderate <laughs> asshole. <laughs> fine. It um we'll see if it's cute. Um no, Izzy or sorry, George and Callie show up and everyone's like, George, and then they're like, Oh, Callie, hey. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. Like Izzy, I understand because she's just like a psychopath. So she's going to be jealous and rude every time she has the opportunity. But like with Meredith and Christina, especially, I'm like, why does Christina give a shit at all? Yeah. She didn't so. have sex with George and start crying <laughs> halfway through. And Even though Meredith also, did tell her to do that. Right, 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 right. 
Yeah, I I don't understand the Callie hate. Uh, and she has a good she has a good uh, point A to point B arc in this episode. Yeah, very. As well. I agree. I agree. Um. Okay, so then Meredith, Derek, and Addison are at the vet talking to Finn about what's going on with Doc, and he's like, "Okay, he has bone cancer." Um, and that's sad. We can maybe do chemo, but you know. It's not good. And Derek and Meredith are just arguing, super arguing. And it's like very tense. And Addison is like picking up on the vibes. Because she's in tune with the world. Yeah. And also because they're pretty much not subtle at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so then they're all in the elevator and she's like asking them about it. And they're like, it's fine. We're not, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's great. It's fine. We're not in a fight. Everything's fine. We're all friends. We all are in love. <laughs> this relationship Duh, is Can't normal. you tell? Yeah. <clears throat> um, We're just sad about this dog. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> We're so mad about the dog being sick. Um, okay, so then Christina is talking to Burke about the heart transplant. She's like, oh, can I come? I went with Dr. Bailey and I was super helpful. And he's like, I'm sure you were, but I don't need any help. So why don't you stay here? And she's like, I'm angry. <laughs> so... Good stuff. Um, Ambulance shows up. The ER is already super crowded because this gunman went into a restaurant and just started shooting at people. Um, Bailey and Christina are treating (laughs) the couple who are fighting because when the gun, the gun started, when the guy started shooting, he hid behind the girl (laughs) like a human shield, which is an interesting response if that's your fiance. <laughs> so what were your thoughts on those people? They were neat, huh? Yeah, I uh I did not like them and also there was very it was good vindication for the final scene uh where she's like we're so done. Yeah. Uh but uh here's my thing. A couple should love each other so much that they both jump in front of the other person and then their heads collide and they're both unconscious. Perfect. That's perfect how you want to go out. Yeah. In a perfect world, um, in an unperfect world, or I guess I should say a slightly, slightly less perfect world. Uh, the man will jump in front of his woman, um, in a same sex marriage. You guys <laughs> should flip a coin and decide on which days of the week you human shield the person. That's and really which what days we should all be doing. We should all yeah. just flip coins and assign days to who is the human shield for that day. That seems fair. Yeah. Every Tuesday, just Or is the maybe human no shield. one's a human shield and we just all hide together. <laughs> or we live in a perfect world where there's, yeah, where no, there's no, guns. no, no mass shootings. <laughs> yeah. That's really uh, no mentally ill world. people. Yeah. Um, but uh, unless, unless which case your significant other is pregnant with your child, in which case every day of the week, they uh, are protected by you as a human shield. Yes, um, that seems fair. Yeah. Like right now, if it, if you flip the coin and Tuesday is your day, but you're pregnant with a child, there's no reason that you're saving Michael. Yeah. Um, no. He's, yeah. He, he's fine. You he can yeah. take take care of us both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hated that couple. Also, the guy who was the dickhead manager, do you oh recognize him? Oh, my God. Him? Yeah, and I knew you would, too, because he's... I looked it up, and I was like, oh, Carmen will know him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, he was the the stupid... He plays the exact <laughs> yeah. same fucking character in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. 
And you know, he kind Ugh. of reminds me of like a knockoff version of the bomb guy. Yeah, but like a less Doesn't charming, he's... less handsome yeah, yeah, yeah. version. Exactly, like a dollar store. <laughs> yeah, he's the, uh, the 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 standard market or the market he's, pantry. What, what's what's the target? I ordered it on Wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that's uh, too funny. Uh, that anyways, was good. okay, that was good. So, um, Callie comes in to check on Meredith's patient because he was shot in the leg. Um, Derek is working with George and the patient who's unconscious. Her name is Kendra. Izzy is pulling glass out of the manager who is a raging asshole. And this is the kind of asshole where I'm like, it's like not intentional, which is like almost worse. I'm like, you are just this way. And like, you don't even know that you're doing it. And I'm like, that's almost worse than choosing to do it. It's so bad. Yeah. He's he's the kind of asshole that was a star quarterback in high school. Oh yeah, he peaked and, in high uh, school for sure. And peaked, yeah, and and peaked and never made it out of high school. Never made it out of anything. Never never amounted to anything. Yeah. And uh, still lives in his parents' basement and never left his hometown. That's yeah, the kind of asshole he it's is. Not the vibe. Um. So, Izzy does call him out on his bullshit, which is nice. Um, because she's like, these people have gunshot wounds. You're being the worst. And then she's like, I'm going to take go out on a limb and say that PD was looking for you. Like, basically, this is your fault because you're such an asshole that this guy was trying to shoot you. And now he shot all these other people and you jumped out of a window. Good job. So it's just a gross person. Alex comes down to the ER and says he's still supposed to be on OB. The chief is talking to Burke and... Um, they're like, oh, they're probably going to be more incoming injuries because they didn't catch the shooter. So he could like have gone other places to shoot and like be shooting other people. So we have to like be on the lookout. And Burke offers to stay. And the chief's like, no, you need to go get this heart, whatever, whatever. And so Alex hears him and he's going to go ask if he can go. And Christina's like, no, he's not going to let you go. I already asked. And so she runs after him, too. And then, of course, of course, Burke is like, yeah, Alex, let's go. Why not? <clears throat> so Christina does not take to kindly to that. Well, that oh. was the exact moment that Burke is it transitioned into the wrong. Yeah, I would agree a thousand percent. Um, he I think he was fine to say no earlier when yeah. he was when he was going to go alone. Yeah. Uh, but then once he actively chose, He's just like, Alex. I see an opportunity to piss <laughs> her off. I will most certainly be taking it. Yeah, yeah, that's the exact transition for me. That's some Scorpio bullshit. Just kidding. And it's fair, right. <laughs> honestly. Is that what you would do? No, no, I wouldn't. But because maybe. I would have just told <laughs> if yeah. I was Burke, I would have just told Christina, just suck my dick and we're fine. And yeah. I will move past all of this like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can all take a nice nap because we're sleepy people. Everyone just everyone deserves good sex with their partner. Okay. All right. And also just give each other the oral. Just do it. Right. Come on. I mean, if if everyone wants to don't do it, if someone doesn't want to. Well, if the person doesn't want to receive it, then fine. Well, if the person doesn't want to give it, then they shouldn't have to give it. Uh, everyone should have a giving heart in a relationship, you know. Yeah, but if you don't want to do something sexual, you know very well. <laughs> you understand what I be meant to oh do. Oh my it. gosh, you understand what I mean by that. Some people don't want to give a blowjob. 
okay, fine. Then don't give a blowjob. But like, that's all then I'm saying. also it's either don't give a blowjob or don't fall asleep during sex. You can't have both. I think you can absolutely have both. Everyone has different <laughs> sexual arrangements in their relationships. <laughs> maybe, maybe they really get off on that person falling asleep while having sex. <laughs> maybe they flipped a coin and Tuesdays fall asleep during sex night. <laughs> This has gone off oh, the deep is, end. We're doing really great. Um, okay. And so, the title card. <laughs> and title card. Oh, right. First, Burke tells Alex that the heart is for Denny. And then it's the title card. 722. Um, okay. So then Izzy goes to ask Bailey, like, if she can go to Denny. And before she even says anything, Bailey's like, go away. Do not ask me about Denny. You are being inappropriate and unprofessional. Go away from me and go back to the ER where all these people are dying. And she's like, but I love Denny. I must be with him at all times. Ay, ay, ay. It's just so bad. And like, I, I don't understand why Bailey gives in. I really don't. Because she knows. She knows it's inappropriate. She knows Izzy's crossing this line. And she's like, she gives Izzy the opportunity, which I guess is I understand. But I also don't understand it at all. <laughs> well, I wrote there that, uh, so I said Bailey is letting... Uh, Izzy work with Denny, bad choice. It's an omen. Uh, and then I said, now that she's told him, he's for sure going to die. Uh, <laughs> so that was what I wrote there. But I knew it was an omen some, somehow. Yeah. Well, putting them together obviously creates the entire plot of the episode. So yeah, <laughs> you're kind of chaos. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So... Derek's patient needs brain surgery and also she's pregnant. Uh, the manager is, I wrote, the manager is literally such a huge piece of garbage. Like someone needs to tell him to shut up immediately. Everyone in this room hates him. <laughs> so I assume at that point he was running his mouth. I don't know what it was he said, but that's what I wrote. So, well, it might've been the scene when he was like, you know, you guys should have been in management. Like uh, what I could be in here for a year. And I wanted to pay oh, a dime. Yeah. Or it could have been when he's like, I'm just such an athlete. Ugh. Oh, yeah. When he jumped through the window. I just can't. This man. So bad. So horrendous. Um, okay. So then um, Meredith's patient is asking about Kendra. And he's like, can you find out if she's okay? We're like kind of friends. She's super nice to everybody. Blah, blah, blah. She works really hard. Um, Callie comes over. Has a bit of an attitude with Meredith. Kind of, um, I, I guess we're meant to believe that it's because Meredith and them have been being weird to her about George, or maybe it's, maybe she's bitter towards Meredith on George's behalf because she knows what happened between them. Either way, I don't super understand like where Callie's attitude is coming from in this moment. Yeah, know. my only my only thought process is is the first thing you said is they're being weird to her, so she's retaliating in the only way that she can, which is fighting fire with fire. Yeah, you know, you got a lot of people in the workplace using their power um, uh, inappropriately. So, love that. It's like the theme of this show. <clears throat> so uh, Izzy goes to Denny's room to tell him that he's getting the heart. Obviously flirting. She's obviously immediately doing exactly what she told Bailey she wouldn't do. She's like looking out the window to make sure she doesn't get freaking caught because she knows she's in the wrong. Um, because she's Izzy, and that's just what she does. It's her favorite thing to do ever in the world. 
Um, and then, so they're like having a tell time. And then Patricia comes in. Love Patricia. Haven't seen her in a while. And she drops off the DNR papers. And Izzy loses her damn mind. <laughs> she is like, yeah, you absolutely could not sign this. How dare you? Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, who do you think you are? Even though we just had this very difficult conversation last episode about how you are not happy with your quality of life. I'm still very upset with you. All this stuff. It's just like, it's dumb. Is this when he talked yeah. about going to heaven? Yes. That's yeah. when he says uh, that I, I choose, I choose heaven. Yeah. 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 Like, Which here's is, the thing. That's his choice. That's fine. Right. Then he signs it and she gets mad. Yeah. But also just don't, it makes no sense. They've been in a relationship for, they're not even in a relationship. Yeah. They're not in a relationship, even though George does mention that they're in a relationship weirdly as a tool to, to get and connect with a get, uh, guest, a patient later. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just, they've, they've been flirting for a couple of episodes and she's so in love with him that she's willing to throw away her career at every episode. I Okay, I'm going to jump every around turn. a little bit because I feel like this is very similar to at the end of the episode when Callie tells George that she loves him. I'm like, these these people have not been in relationships this long. Like, no, I don't. I'm like, I'm, in both of these scenarios, I feel like they're very similar because I'm just like the leap from what we've seen to what we are now being shown makes no sense to me and i understand there are people that move quickly but like specifically with izzy and denny they're not together that much like at least callie and george i'm like okay they like have free time they can be spending together and they have like an actual relationship but like with with both of them i just i'm like you love this person do you even know their middle like their last name do you know their birthday do you know the color of their eye do you know anything about them where are they even from George didn't yeah. even know that where Kelly lived because she was living in the fucking basement. <laughs> like, it's <Yeah>. just weird. <laughs> of the hospital, like yeah. a psychopath. Yeah, it's the, just the only The only redemption for that is, like, the the only... Because I also went through this thought process, and I even made a note. Like, if, if I jump here, I'm like, uh, where was it? Uh, I was like, she loves George. It's been three episodes. Literally. Is my exact note. Um, but, but the thing is, is at one point, and I don't remember where, where it was in the show in my notes, but, uh, Callie was so quick to jump on like, oh, so you're defending Meredith. Oh, so you're defending Izzy. Oh, so you're defending, like every time that there's a confrontation between her and George, it's, oh, you're defending this other person. And he's like, look, they're, they're my family. And if you want, like, I want you to be a part of this family. And at that point, like when I reflected on it a little bit, I was like, okay, the, the, the love thing makes sense. Like. Maybe there's some intimacy that's behind the scenes that we're led to believe with that kind of jump uh, to this point. Yeah. But still, it is jarring. Uh, we haven't and this is seen not the first enough time. of those interactions for us to be like, yeah, it's normal right. that she would say that she loves him. Because last episode, they made it seem like they kissed for the first time or some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it was so very recent. It, it's jarring. It's jarring for sure. Yeah, it's just it's weird for both of these couples. Um. So I don't know. It's anyways, just wanted to point that out. Um, So then Christina is with the fighting couple again. And the girl is like telling him that she's going to leave him. And then he's like, no, I love you. And she's like, oh, she's kind of like thinking that she's going to forgive him. And then Christina goes on the rant and she's like, 
oh, that's how they get you with the I love yous and the move in with me's and then they just abandon you, whatever, whatever. And I love this moment when that girl just goes, you're very, very bitter. <laughs> I just think that's very funny every time I watch it. It is. And it's so on point. It's not wrong. Um, and Alex and Dr. Burke get to the hospital with the other, with the heart donors and the other surgeon we meet is Dr. Erica Hahn. And she went to school with Burke and sorry, it's 5am. Um, and so she went to school with Burke and he, like they were obviously competitive in school and he did better than she did and blah, 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 whatever. So there's pre-existing com- confrontation between these two. Is this well, someone that I'm supposed to care about? Um, is this a I, recurring character or is this she, a throwaway character? This is, you're going to see her again. It's not really a spoiler. She's going to be around. It is. All right. I mean, I assume she's at least going to be in the next episode. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assumption. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she's she's not gone for good. So she's what were your thoughts on her? (laughs) Uh, I like I like anyone that's going to to challenge Burke in any way Mm -hmm. because they've and I think we touched on this in one of the past episodes. They. They've subtly, they make it sound like all of the greatest surgeons in the entire world work at this hospital. Like Addison is one of two people that have done a specific baby surgery. And Derek is the only person who something blah, blah, blah in a brain. And Preston's the best. And it's like, okay, I want to see someone challenge these people. I want to see some character conflict on a professional level. I the personal stuff is fine and I love it. It's the drama of the show. But I also there's something about like if you if you watch suits, like there are people that make conflict because they they're like, "Oh my gosh, Harvey Specter isn't the best. Wow, Mike Ross isn't the best. Lewis Litt, Rachel Pearson, right? Like it's they make these people like hit them head on in a competition and that's what I want to see. So I'm actually really excited. I don't, I don't know this person, yeah. uh, Dr. Han, but I, I hope that there's something in a competitive way, or I hope that Burke screws something up that she has to fix. Um, those were my initial reactions. The, by I the end of the episode, I don't feel, feel like, that, um, she gets a lot of hate for like being really bold and, and fighting for herself. And I'm just like, not to sound cliche, but I'm like, are you just doing this because she's a woman? If like, if she was a man, you would be like, oh, that guy's just like fighting, fighting Dr. Burke for power. But like, if she's a woman, you're like, oh, what a bitch. So that's kind of was my feelings. I think I re- remember that sort of being the consensus when she was first introduced to the show. Um, again, at this point, I was not watching live. This was one of the first episodes I was shown. Well, this and the following two episodes were one of the first episodes I was shown later on that made me want to watch it live. Um, but I was not at this point watching it live, but that was kind of the consensus when Dr. Han was brought on was, was like people were like not liking her because she wasn't a, as like classically attractive as basically everyone else is on the show. And then B she was like a very strong character, but happened to be a female. So everyone was like, Oh, what a, what a bitch, which happens a lot, unfortunately, but it's very sad. I'm uh, I'm, I'm, Pro pro women, pro women we, empowerment. Be bold. We like a strong lady. Stands we up. Sure she, do. Knows, she, she knows she's talented. She's like Christina. She knows she knows she's good. And um, why do you have to pretend that you're not good? Exactly. 
I don't. And why should a woman? <laughs> exactly. Um, anyways, so that's our soapbox for the day. Um, we'll probably find last week one was, uh, <laughs> last week was uh, women's sexual rights. And this week is <laughs> women's professional rights. Well, will it be next week? Um, Ugh. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. So then we get Addison and Derek. <laughs> so mad. He, I wrote, Addison is talking to Derek and he's back on his bullshit of being the worst. Cause we had like an episode and a half of him not being garbage. And he was like, Nope, that was too difficult. I'm going to go back to the super easy thing of treating my wife like shit. Ugh, pisses me off. Thoughts? Just break <laughs> up with him. Honestly. Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm just done. I'm done with it. He's just a fucking dickhead. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's like, I don't understand how people can defend this man. I really don't. <laughs> I really just don't. Um, and I, I feel like when I look at the whole Addison thing and I'm like, you, you know, we say, well, why doesn't she leave him? I think she feels like because she cheated, she doesn't have the right to then like end the marriage. Like she wants him to do it, which is also not like a healthy relationship move. But she's given him so many outs and he just keeps saying that he's fine. And he's just very obviously not. It's so annoying. Yeah. I also, it's very interesting because I, I reflect on this uh, every time I watch an episode, even more so after this one. Uh, Kelsey, do you remember my favorite two characters, the first three episodes of this show that we were watching? Um, I believe it was Izzy. And? And Bailey? Derek. Oh, it was Derek. Yeah. But only remember. because... I, mean, I do remember you saying that you liked his hair. Yeah. And that was really it. And I was like, <laughs> he's my favorite character based on his hair. Now, you know Currently. me better than a... You, you know me better than a lot of people in this entire planet. It's true. And it takes a lot for me to hate someone with that great of hair. And I do not like Derek. I hate him now. It also can sometimes take you a moment to like realize your initial impressions were not correct. And so it's nice that you recognize that he is enough of a garbage person, even with his great hair to deserve your hatred. Yeah. But it's, it's mostly like I can look past the ego stuff uh, in a lot of ways because I have mm -hmm. an ego. The thing that I can't look past what? is just me. <laughs> um, the thing that I can't look past is him just being a bullshit husband to Addison. And yeah. she's just so great. Yeah. And, and we, she I know tries I'm jumping, so hard. Yeah. And, and I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but it took how long? Almost a whole season for her to have this meltdown and she finally blows yeah. up. She is, she is, she has the patience like a of a saint. saint. Like I understand, obviously she's not a saint. She, she slept with someone else while they were married. I understand right, that that's right. bad, but between the two of them and she, again, from like the first episode we meet her, she is like, these are the options we can split up or we can work on this. Like these are the options. We have these options the ball is in your court because she knows that she did the wrong thing. So it's up to him. He picks to stay because he picks that, that leads her to have her actions and she's trying to be patient. And, you know, we do get that moment where he's not trying to hurt her. He's being sincere. And he's like, just so you know, I was in love with Meredith. I need to get over it, but I, I want to get over it, but there's no effort on his side. And she's putting in so much effort 
but anyone in a relationship knows it doesn't matter if one person is putting in a hundred percent, if the other person is putting in zero percent, like you can only do so much by yourself. One person cannot carry a relationship. It's so frustrating to watch. Yeah. And, and as, it's just like as the two same people, thing over and over and over. And as two people, both of us who, who are in marriages, like it takes more effort to prolong a fight than to just be okay. Like yeah. last night or, or the night before, Jessica and I got into a fight. What? And it, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two Scorpios fighting. Um <laughs> While their Scorpio <laughs> child sleeps in the next room, uh, while their Scorpio dog is laying at the bedside, while um, someone has ripped their kitchen to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the fight was about, but basically we went to bed. We were a little bit frustrated, like you know, I we we we, we both said our piece and was it whatever, yeah. but like to wake up in the morning and actively decide that I'm going to ruin this fucking day by continuing last night, yeah, is so emotionally draining. I yeah, don't understand the way yeah. they've written Derek is like, he's that's the crazy thing. He's actively choosing to be a dick over and over and over as opposed to saying like, okay, like, like let me just love my wife. Yeah. It's, it's like, why do you want both things? Like, why do you want to be miserable and not be with the person you actually want to be with and also make multiple other people miserable and like drag this out and like make, it's just so annoying. I just can't, it's, it makes no sense to me. And I am a very petty person who like will hold a grudge, but like, I don't understand this. It's exhausting. (laughs) Like it must be exhausting for him. And I mean, for everyone involved, like, I'm just like, why are you doing this? It makes no sense. I mean, other than plot, you know, it is a television show, but (laughs) right. It's fine. (sighs) There's another soapbox. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, 41 Um, (laughs) minutes into the show, we're going to get into the 15-minute mark of Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Um, So Burke and Alex get to the OR for their donor, and he has flatlined, um, which is a bummer. And they kind of imply sometimes it just happens. Like, I think, typically speaking, when someone is brain dead and they're being kept alive so that their organs can be harvested to donate there's probably a good deal of medication that they're being put on to like stabilize it and make sure they're like, okay to do this surgery and to take these organs. Cause they have to obviously keep all the organs alive. Um, and I'm sure there's medical difficulties attached to that if the person is um, brain dead. Um, so I assume it's just some kind of complication like that or whatever. Um, so Burke, turns around and sprints to the other OR and he's like, you can't have the heart. We have to call Unos and double check and see who actually gets it because now we only have one and we have two recipients. So we have to see who technically was first. So, um, we go back to, um, the hospital. Callie is super grumpy. <laughs> um, um, because she's like, everyone thinks they're more important than ortho, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that grumpy isn't at Meredith. That grumpy is a separate grumpy. Um, and then Meredith asks her about her opinion on bone cancer and dogs. <laughs> and that makes her really mad. <laughs> um, to which I say, I kind of understand, but I also say there's no way you ever grew up with a dog because if you grew up with a dog, you wouldn't get that mad at that question. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. So sometimes you can just tell when people didn't have pets growing up. So 
I understand that they have patients that are shot and in a lot of pain, but it's a valid question. So <laughs> that's my opinion. <clears throat> also, um, she wasn't being like condescending at all. Yeah. She was literally just asking. Um, so then we go back to the other hospital. Burke and Han are on the phone with Yunos trying to figure out who gets the phone first. And this is when we find, sorry, who gets the patient? Who gets the heart? Sorry. Um, and this is when we find out that Dr. Han's patient was admitted 17 seconds before Denny, which is truly wild that they clock it that closely because that's what it comes down to a lot of the time. And again, we're going to get on this soapbox again. If you aren't an organ donor, we encourage you to do some research and sign up to be one. Like it just affects you probably in no way. Um, and it could save literally so many lives. Um, also on this note, there is currently a nationwide blood shortage. So if you are eligible to donate blood, um, please consider looking into doing that because it's another thing that's like super simple and can save a lot of lives. And it's really affecting like the whole country right now. Um, so I did not know that. Yeah. Well, um, it's to because, be clear, sorry, go ahead. For, for all of our listeners who are international, you're oh, yeah. explicitly <laughs> saying uh, the U S has a blood shortage. <laughs> yes. Um, but that, that doesn't change the thought process. Check with your local uh, yeah, agencies. I don't, yeah. I don't know uh, what it is in, in other countries, like what the, how that works in other countries, but yeah, absolutely. With, if you feel moved to do so, please, please do. Yeah. We're, we're talking to you, everyone listening in Germany, Canada, and Malaysia who outside of the United <laughs> and Brazil, States and, got some and Brazil. Yeah. Our, our top, uh, four international, uh, country, uh, listenership. So, um, you know, if you feel inclined to donate or, or update your donation status, uh, do it. We, um, we, we encourage you to do it, but we can't legally advise you to do it. <laughs> or uh, request. So this is, yeah. Or request it. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, so here in the U.S., a lot of the issues is um, a lot of donations came. They have what's called big red buses, which is basically like huge tour bus type things that are mobile blood donation centers. And they would drive around and go to like office buildings and schools and set up. Obviously, during COVID, they stopped that and they haven't gone back to like fully doing that. I think there's a very limited number of them that are out and about now. But um, there was a huge portion of where people would donate because they would go to where the people were. It was super convenient because the people didn't have to like go out of their way to do anything. So because that being shut down from COVID, they're still seeing the repercussions and there's just like very little blood all across the country. So if you're eligible, please look up, look into it. Um, you just never know who you know that could need it or you could just be saving anybody and you can do it. I think once every six weeks you can donate, I think. It's every, it's either once every month or once every six weeks. Um, but yeah, normally they give you a like snack and juice and sometimes a free t-shirt. And also it's just, it affects you minimally and it can save multiple lives. So <laughs> this is like my eighth soapbox for the day, but so sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So yes, the patient was admitted 17 seconds before Denny. They're fighting back and forth. Izzy calls in this moment to find out what's going on. Um, Alex answers. And she just like, when he tells her what's going on, she just immediately starts lying. Just, I mean, just immediate lies. She's it like, it was so bad. <laughs> and Alex knows, obviously like it's, yeah, it's clearly she's not being truthful. And he says, I'm not going to lie to you. And she says, then put Dr. Burke on the phone. Um, she's just freaking out. And she's like, he has to get this heart or he will die, <clears throat> which she is saying because of the DNR situation. 
So, here's here's my fun. thoughts on that. I I have very few like hard steadfast lines in my in my life. What? <laughs> I understand the like I I can here's the thing. When I say that, I can rationalize yes. almost anything in, in my it's head. It's true, he can. It's a so, gift. So <laughs> Like the 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 falling in love with a patient thing, I can rationalize that. I wouldn't do that, nor am I condoning that. <laughs> I can rationalize it. What I can't rationalize is a blatant disregard for ethics that is going to end up potentially having a butterfly effect, which kills multiple people. And that is where Izzy's lie starts to form, and that's where... Uh, this exact scene is where she transitions to be one of my least liked characters in this show yeah. because she, she crosses my line. Uh, and that's, and that's something that is unforgivable, uh, even for someone as attractive as Catherine Heigl. Well, and I don't remember who says it to her, but at some point someone says like, you can't steal another man's heart. Oh, I think it was Denny. He was yeah. like, I'm not okay with stealing a heart from another person who is going through the same thing because he understands what the other person is going through, um, which I think is, you know, an important thing to note that Denny himself was like, you cannot steal a heart from another human being. Yeah. Well, the, we'll other, the other, the other, the, yeah, the worst part of all of those interactions with Denny is how many, it's, is it the five stages of guilt or the. Uh, it's five stages stage? of grief. Grief, right, right. Five, not guilt. I meant grief. Yeah. Um, he's reached acceptance. Yeah. Like Izzy is stealing his acceptance from him. Yes, she's like, come her. back to bargaining and anger with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're gonna like it on this side of the grief train. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I hate it so much. Uh, yeah, all right, bad. that's it's, my soapbox. I will die on that coaster. hill. Um, so. Addison asks Meredith. Oh, uh, such a good scene. If she's, this is a very good scene. If she's seen Alex and it, Meredith's like, yeah, but like a several hours ago, I'm not sure where he is. Um, and then Addison kind of like falls over some words and like bumbles a little bit, which is obviously not something we see from her a lot. Um, and she's like, I have to ask this question and it's a shitty question. I, I have to ask it. I'm just going to ask it and then you can answer it and then we'll go from there. And so she says, are you sleeping with my husband? And she said, not since before I found out he was married, which is very correct. It is true. She's not lying. She's being honest. Um, then Addison says, oh, oh, yeah. Addison does say it just seems like the fight you guys were having was a lover's quarrel. And then that's when Meredith says, no, I'm actually dating Finn, which Addison at this point did not know. So when she figures out that Derek is mad because Meredith is moving on and you kind of like see her make this connection and you see her put it together and you, it's just very sad to watch her reaction to this. And it's, she just does such a good job. And Meredith even goes to be like, Addison, that's like, it's not what you think. And she's like, Nope, it's exactly what I think I have to go now. Yeah. It was so, it, it's such a well-written scene too, because it's like, it's coming from a place of where Addison is like, hey, I've said I'm your friend. I'm going to yeah. handle this like a friend. Yeah. And Meredith and it's, does Meredith isn't weird. Meredith isn't mean or rude or inappropriate or anything like the interaction between them is truly like very mature and very like 
on point. Like it's exactly what it should be. No one's doing anything wrong, but, and it's such a short scene, but like so much happens in it and it's like, just, they're both very talented actresses. So it's just like, ugh, so good. Yeah. Also, it's just, I don't think you get a lot, you don't get enough of, um, of, of Addison and Meredith in the same room together. They yeah. have good chemistry together. Yeah. And we, I know we talk a lot about, um, you know, Denny and Izzy, while they're crazy, they have good chemistry. And there's yeah. a lot of, uh, you know, even Christina and Burke and, and George and, uh, um, uh, I guess really, yeah, I mean, I guess Callie, but George, George, I guess has fine chemistry with, with most people on the show, just not other humans, um, <laughs> and not Olivia bedpost. apparently. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just an underrated interaction between the two of them or underrated, uh, relationship. That yeah, we, we don't, I, we don't see to much this point, of it. We haven't seen a lot yeah. of, yeah. I agree. I agree. They do have good chemistry and they're both just so talented. It's great to see them together. Um, obviously it makes sense that we haven't had a lot of scenes of the two of them together other than basically the first time that Addison showed up. Um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy to look back on like the first episode where Addison came in and asked for Meredith to work on her service with that other pregnant lady to now, like it's, it's what it, what a journey, (laughs) what a journey. Um, okay. So then we get, Izzy on the phone lying to Burke about Denny's stats and they're like okay we'll prove it so you have to like run tests and like send us proof that this is happening which is obviously a problem because he's fine yeah that's neat um she's fucking wild (laughs) yeah she's really like off off the deep beyond off the deep end in this episode I mean and it it comes in hot. Like she is excited for Denny to get a new heart. Denny signs that DNR and then shit is everywhere. She is considering no repercussions whatsoever. She does not give a shit about shit. She is done. She would rip out her own heart and hand it to this man. If that were an option to her. I'm, I'm curious about the DNRs though. Uh, and maybe, you know, this Kelsey, uh, or if you're listening, please let us know. Once you sign the DNR, mm-hmm. is there a is there a subsequent document that you can sign to void the initial DNR? Yeah, I think so. I think you can if you have like a living will or you can just update your like hospital paperwork. I will say when I was in Florida, every single time I went to the dermatologist, they would be like, "Do you have a living will?" and I would say, "No." And they would say, "Okay, if you pass out go unconscious or your heart stops, do you want us to save you?" And I was like, a, yes, and B, how often does that happen at the dermatologist that you have to ask me this every time I come here? How intense is this <laughs> ointment, doctor? Like, I mean, I was going, like, because I went in for, like, a regular check, and they had to cut something off, and then they had to cut more of it off. But I was there, like, five times probably in a year, and every single time they asked me that question, and I was like, this is weird. Like, how many people are just... Like how many people's hearts are stopping at the dermatologist? Well, it's very, you know, I know that we we've intertwined uh, the veterinary circle into this show as well now, but even with, with, uh, for those of you who haven't heard, you know, I have, I have a German shepherd named general grievous and, uh, he's, he's epileptic and he has seizures 
But when we went to the ho- the animal hospital, they signed this waiver, and it's like they have different tiers of payments. And uh, it's like if they do a procedure and he dies, the DNR is free. And then for like $200, they spend 20 minutes resuscitating, trying to resuscitate this dog. <laughs> and then for like $400, they say they up to an hour will do CPR on your dog if your dog dies on the table. And I'm like, what a fucking <laughs> oh my weird. God. Why would and they I decide it? That? I Maybe don't rank know that with a dollar amount. That's I weird. don't know. And every time we took him in for a procedure, they they made us sign this. And I don't know why. I feel like I have never told you this. I don't know why this is just <laughs> popping very vividly into my memory. Um, but it's just DNRs are just so weird. But my, my point weird. is, is that why didn't she just go, hey, Denny, the situation has changed. I think we should talk about, uh, you know, uh, revisiting the dnr because you might not get this heart as opposed to hey i'm gonna ruin my entire career for this but you the ready whole to thing die? was he said if i don't get this heart i'm want to die that's essentially what he said when they were having the dnr conversation so it's not right. like oh the dnr is only for like if something goes wrong during the surgery he straight up was like if i don't get this heart i don't want to fucking wait any longer for another one i just want to die let me live in peace let me die in peace like so I don't think there for her, she knows that she's not going to be able to change his mind. So sorry. Don't no, it's okay. I moved there. my microphone earlier too. Um, okay. So uh, we're going to pause for everyone's favorite segment. Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. So we have two people in this episode. Shondaland. Do you want to guess who they are? Um, I do. I would like to guess. Is it two men, two women, or one of each? One of each. <sighs> Hold on. Let me look at let me look at uh, these notes here because usually I can deduce. Uh, so I'm going to guess the weird emo long hair guy. No. Dang it. <laughs> Good guess. Uh, but no. The mother and father of the brain dead girl. Okay, then I'm out, out of guesses. guesses. <laughs> um, it is first um, Ken Marino, who is Brad Ackles, who is the asshole manager. Oh, he was gosh. in one episode of Private Practice. And then um, Sydney uh, Tamaya Potier, who plays Deborah, who is the woman who was used as a human shield more than once. <laughs> um, she was in two episodes of private practice, uh, different episodes I checked. So that's who, that's all that was in Shondaland this week. Sorry, a okay? car went by and I thought it was like a tornado siren going off. <laughs> Very oh, strange gosh. sound. Um, muffled through the headphones. Anyway, so that was it. That was Shondaland. So good times. Um, I did not include Dr. Han, but she will be back. So I guess that's kind of living in Shondaland. I don't know. <laughs> Are you going to use um, her uh, later on down the line for, was she in other shows? No, I think she may have done one of the crossover episodes with private practice where she was herself, but I don't think anything else. Oh, okay. So, but she will be in this show again. So she's visiting Shondaland, not living. Yes. In. <laughs> she does not reside there permanently, but she visits often. She has dual citizenship, though. <laughs> Incredible. Um, okay. So Derek and George are operating on Kendra. Derek says she's brain dead. It's very sad. There's nothing they can do. 
because of where the bullet is. So they go to tell the parents and the parents are like immediately, whoa, can she still carry this baby? Which I am sure is a grief response, but it is a jarring thing to think about as a pregnant person. Um, yeah, it's just weird. Um, so, uh, that's, it's, we'll get more into that obviously in a little bit. Um, so this is when we get one of my favorite scenes, um, because the manager is still being a piece of poop in the ER and the emo guy is like, man, I wish I could say something. And Bailey's like, I could say something. And I'm gonna goes over and freaking hands him his ass on a silver platter, which is what someone should have done probably when he was like 12 so that he didn't turn out to be this person. Um, in, in their defense, (laughs) someone was trying to kill him. (laughs) Oh, I, I just mean in, in life, someone should have told him not to be a garbage way earlier on in his life. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so uh, she gives just the best speech. That's like, there are people in this room who are dying. And the thing that they are praying for is that you will shut up. Not that they will live. <laughs> so I love her. And then she just marches off because she's a badass. Um, Christina and Meredith are talking. <laughs> I say talking to each other. But they're not really talking to each other. It's not a conversation. They are both just each ranting their own rant and really not conversing with each other at all, which is kind of like a trope that we see in their relationship over and over again. And it's pretty funny. Um, and this is when Izzy comes up and she's really having a hard time with Well, this is the scene that Christina's also like, I'm going to bet money that Christina is the one who goes crazy and shoots this place up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I say Izzy or did I say Christina? You said Christina, but I knew what you meant. I meant Christina said about Izzy. Yes, yes. Um, this is also when she says, um, she comes over and she's like panicking. She's like, I told a lie to Dr. Burke. And Christina goes, good for you. Fight the power. Yeah. <laughs> Get Oy. your facts straight, Christina. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. Um so she's like panicking and they're like, Izzy, it's fine. He's going to get the next heart. And she's like, no, it has to be this heart. Ah! And then they're like, okay, well, as long as he's on the LVAD and is fine, he's just not going to get this heart. And she's like, you're right. That's true. Thank you. And you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> uh, that's clearly not, not good. Um, Cause you kind of see her brain do something. And it's not good. And it's it's not good. Um, it is, in fact, terrible. So she's, like, gathering all that shit and, like, rolling her little ass down the hallway on it. So that's fun. So um, she goes to his room, and she's like, someone else might get the heart, but don't worry. I'm just going to kill you to get you to get the heart. <laughs> Which, of course, Denny is like, great idea. No, thank you. Um, so Burke and Alex are waiting to hear from Izzy. This is when we get the scene that you don't like. Um, I would not personally describe this as cringy. I think the reality of what she is doing is absolutely absurd. And as much as I don't particularly care for Izzy 
or really even Katherine Heigl. I will say that she's very talented. I think she does a good job in this scene. I believe that she is this distraught about the situation. Like I fully believe she is absolutely does not give a shit about anything other than saving this man's life in this scenario to the detriment of her own career. Um, when I say, when I say cringy, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily mean in the exact same way that the George and Meredith scene right. was cringy. I mean, cringy in a sense of like, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> it doesn't, makes sense she's acting in a way as if she has been married to this man for an, a lifetime and they have children together and the children will spontaneously combust if he dies and their lives are connected to his i will say we going back to the whole like how did we get to i love you based on what we've seen it doesn't make sense however because she is so talented i do believe her reaction if that makes sense also because i already kind of don't love izzy and other things she's done i'm like this is just the next step in all of your inappropriate bullshit like yes. even outside of denny like we've seen it before with other patients her like crossing lines and like getting too emotionally involved so like logically this like something like this was bound to happen eventually did it happen earlier than we thought sure um and i again i agree the whole relationship i love you whatever whatever it kind of comes out of left field, seems a bit rushed, but she just plays it so believably that I do believe it, but it is a lot to take in. <laughs> like you, it, you do question like, how did we get here? But at the same time, I'm like, I mean, sh she's committed. She's here. I don't really know what we missed, but she's fucking in it. So <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. The the one the lines that got me when she was like, What about me? Yeah. And um she when she said uh something about I'll never forgive you for making for making me, me love, love you. you. Yeah. Or something like to that. She effect. says, and I'll I'm never like, forgive you, and he says for dying, and she says, No, for making me fall in love with you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Izzy, who cares <laughs> this guy is a patient it doesn't make sense yeah it's, uh, but again uh, to your point she's acting very well yeah the scene is incredible yeah it's just so also it's just so bad <laughs> right the like reality am I of the any situation sense? is is bad like if you were like it's so terrible this is the reality not in a show if you heard about this you would be like what the fuck kind of person would do that yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Denny says yes. Okay, like a, I will like say, an yeah, idiot. Like his arc in this scene is also believable. I think they write it where he's like arguing. He's like, no, this isn't what I want. You're not listening to me. Like, please. And then when he sees her, like how like broken she already is and he hasn't even died. And you can see him like also crying because like he knows he she won't basically be a useful human being if he dies. Like he's she cannot survive it based on what he's seeing in this moment. Um, so you see him like realize like that he's, he cannot argue with, he cannot win this argument. She is like physically breaking down in every possible way in front of him. So he's like, it's completely fine. Into it's pieces. fine. Yeah. I can't do anything. I'm <laughs> confined to a bed because my heart doesn't work. So it's not like I can fight you anyways. So let's just fucking steal an organ from another human being. <laughs> Casually. 
like you do. Um, I wrote, this scene is very dramatic and also peak Izzy. <laughs> so that's how She's I She's evolved to her final stage. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so then Callie is bitching to George about how Meredith asked about the dog and he's like, well, she likes her dog. And then that's when she's like, why are you sticking up for her? Like, I, I guess I could kind of understand why you stick up for Izzy, but Meredith is the one that hurt you like so much and you're sticking up for her. And he's like, I can still be mad at her and like, still be mad about what she did. But she's like, we're all like, when you come in with this intern class, like that's your family. This is all we have. And like, we have to have each other's back. And like, and but you didn't like, mention Alex. Yeah, that well, <laughs> Alex gave him syphilis, and also no That's one likes fair. Alex at this point. That's fair. Um, so, um, and she's like, oh, so you don't have to forgive her, but I have to forgive her. And he's like, if you want to be in the family, then yeah, you do. Um, which is fair. And again, this is the way he presents it is not unkind. It's very just like matter of fact, like, and it's also kind of like you've been here. You should remember what it was like to be an intern. Blah blah all that stuff. So. Uh, again, good episode for George. So love it when he's not annoying. <laughs> love that for all he's of us. He's fine. He's fine when he's yeah. not annoying. <laughs> and his hair's still Tolerable. nice. <laughs> yeah. He's he's better than Derek <laughs> and Izzy right now. Yes. Um, so Burke <laughs> talk, talks to Izzy on the phone and she does the Preston thing. So he knows that she's gone insane. Um. And he's like, just keeps being like, what the fuck are you going to do? What are you talking about? Like, please. And she's like, just hurry back. Denise doesn't have much time once I start murdering him. So um, that's fun. So he knows something's up, but he doesn't want to like admit that something's up. But he also doesn't want to steal an organ from another human being. So he goes back into the OR and says that he has to go um, check in person because everyone else is in surgeries from all the shootings. So no one else can check for him, but he has Alex stay there to make sure that they don't take the other heart. So it's just like a lot of things happening. <laughs> um, uh, so then Derek goes to Addison to ask her to talk to Kendra's parents to explain what's going on. And so she does. And they're like adamant that they're going to move forward with trying to keep the baby. And Addison gets real mad and like, not so much with the bedside manner. And she's like, you can't use your daughter as an incubator. It's wrong. Which I agree with, but the way she presents it is unkind. Um, <clears throat> so Derek pulls her out of the room and he's like, you need to try and be more sensitive. And she gets super mad. And this is when she finally calls him out on everything we've been talking about all season. And she's like, all I want is for you to give a shit. Like you do not care about anything. Like, you don't care if I make you mad. You don't care if I make you like, you don't care about anything. I sleep with your best friend. All you do is leave. He comes here to rub it in your face. You don't give a shit. Like all I, I just want you to care uh, that we're in this relationship, which is just not asking that much of your husband, just giving a shit about anything you do. You're just not asking that much. It's a valid yeah. ask. And, and she said, what is she? You don't, you don't love me. You're just feeling a need to be a good guy. Yes. Which is so true. Oh, like she, it's he just so doesn't true. want to leave a marriage. Um, he just doesn't want to be the one that like calls it off, which I kind of understand, but I'm like, no one would fault you. Like <laughs> that's like, no one would fault you. She cheated. You tried. It didn't work out. Well, I mean, he Move didn't on. really try. He didn't really try, but I feel like. But she did. Yeah. 
she's got a clear conscience. Her her way is paved. Yeah. Uh, so I would like to take a pause okay. and make an official prediction. Okay. They will be divorced by the end of season three. Okay. Write that down, everyone listening out there. Take it to the <laughs> bank. Uh, also, Ryan, Leah, uh, make sure that uh, you text Kelki after this. Uh, you hear this tomorrow while you're streaming this on your your drive to work or your your midday lunch from home. Uh, and uh, you could text Kelki about how uh, how right or wrong I am. But I've got a good <laughs> feeling. I think I'm right. So do it. And if you're listening out there, maybe email Kelsey. Uh, and let her know how right or wrong I am. Or if you're listening to this for the first time and you have a different prediction, maybe season four, maybe tomorrow. Let us know. <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a great scene. Um, and I, it is, she is causing a scene because this is where she screams. Oh, maybe I should just go on a date with a rage or sorry, go on a date with the vet. Cause that seems to send you into a blind rage, but that won't work either because I'm not Meredith gray. And they look over and just the whole hospital can hear them. So that's super cute. Um, so again, they not should have found a, a hallway a, real quick. <laughs> Got to get yourself a stairwell. Stairwell. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or an elevator. Jesus. Um, so not, not the most, not the most professional moment for Addison, but you know what? She's been sitting on this for a long time. She's doing oh. her, I understand her break. As soon um. as uh, she she walked into that scene with the parents and, and Derek was asking for that consult, I was like, she's going to explode. Something's yeah. coming. Do it. Yeah. Yell at him. And then when the also did it. Am, am I unreasonably being annoyed at this? But when the doctor said, I didn't ask for your opinion, miss. I was like, um, oh, that's yeah. doctor to you, sir. No, I had the same thing because he said that. And I was like, I don't remember her correcting him. And then she didn't. And I was like, I'm livid. No, yeah, exactly. And I and I watched him. that like twice just to double check and I was like, uh, she's a doctor and she I, like yeah. does If I went to medical shit. school, I would be making everyone call me doctor. Are you kidding me? That's so Excuse much me, work. miss. Uh, I'm sorry, doctor. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Oh, oh, doctor. <laughs> like literally someone Fuck in yeah. the store could be like, "Hi ma'am, how are you?" I'd be like, "Um, it's doctor. Thank you so much. I'm in crippling debt because of the schooling. You will address me as such." <laughs> yeah. Um, Even if there's nothing on my person to make you believe <laughs> yeah. or understand that I am a doctor. This baby is punching like out of my belly button. It's like an alien moment over here. I love it. It's very uncomfortable. Um, okay. Get it, little boy. So then George is checking in on Kendra and he asks the parents, like, have you guys made a decision? And they're like, no. And he he's like, I don't have a daughter, but I do have a family. And he, it's a good moment, another good moment of connection and like being there without pressuring people. And he's like, I obviously didn't know Kendra, but I've been talking to these other people who did know her. And she seemed like she always really wanted to help people and be there for people. And like her license says she's an organ donor and she could save, you know, dozens of lives by donating her organs if you choose to honor her wishes. And I feel like that's what she would want. And it's just like a good moment. Again, he's not pressuring them. He's just kind of talking to them. From with a different perspective. So it's a hard moment, um, but a good moment. That's also the same moment where George refers to uh, Danny is Izzy's my boy. Yeah. my friend has a 36 year old boyfriend with heart failure. Yeah. And I'm like, who's dying? Fuck. 
Which, but they've been saying that for, you know, since we met Denny. That's why you keep thinking he's dying. Yeah. Well, it's also, it, it's it's an interesting point, too, because right away he's like, who 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 needs a heart? Which, by the way, you're not a match. So I have no stake in this race. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a very important, George. Yeah. Uh, moment there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Callie pages Meredith. And this is where we get a nice moment of like bridging the gap. And she's trying. She's like, these are some pictures, some x-rays of patients with bone cancer. This was their scenario. This one died. This one was chemo, blah, blah, blah. And so Meredith's like asked some follow-up questions and she's like, thank you so much. And Callie's like, it's just like a nice moment, right? Callie took what George said and applied it and doesn't seem bitter. And it's going to help everyone come together in happiness of family times. So good times. Um, the, f- okay. The fighting couple is getting discharged and Christina is super judgy. And the girl's like, you should let go of all that anger. Forgiveness is so much better. And Christina's like, thanks so much for that advice. I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> so yeah. good. I love her so much. Um, so Bailey goes to update Will and tells him that Kendra didn't make it. Um, this is when the manager comes over and like, tries to be a good person but this is how i know he's so intrinsically just like it's he's not choosing to be shitty he just is this way because he's like it wasn't my fault i didn't do it you know everyone thinks it's my fault because he's trying to shoot me but like i didn't do it but like i'm gonna get you the time off and like make sure your shifts are covered and they don't give your job away blah blah so he's like he is trying to not be shitty but he's like still not being great so i don't know it's like it's almost a redemption moment but then you're just like oh and you're back and we are back. Yeah. So it just is what it is. He's he's trying to be a good person. He's just not good at being a good person. So. Also, um, I don't know what about that scene specifically. I think it was when he was like, I, I didn't I didn't do it. I didn't shoot anyone. Yeah. I, I thought to myself, oh, yeah, the shooter's still out there. Yeah. Uh, either this episode or next episode, <laughs> something's going to go down. Uh, yeah. so it was, it was that exact scene. I don't, I don't know what triggered it in my head, but I, I was like, yeah, some, some, something's going to happen. Uh, there's going to yeah. be a, a second shooting. Yeah. Um, you weren't wrong. Um, no, I was not. Uh, so then Richard and Addison kind of have the moment and he's like, you got to get it together. Like you just can't do that. And she's like, I don't know what else I can do. There's just, he, she says, the only people who don't know that Derek loves Meredith are Derek and Meredith. And I'm just like, well, then they're both fucking morons. Cause that's all anyone's been seeing the entire fucking season. But it's a nice moment where, where Dr. Weber does like comfort her. Cause again, they, they have a pre-existing relationship prior to, to her coming to work there. So he does kind of try and offer like some condolence. He's like, yeah, it sucks. Your marriage is garbage. <laughs> Let me just pat you on the back. So sorry about that. Yeah. Also, while we're at it, I should tell you about the time I cheated on my wife. <laughs> Casually, I've also had an affair. <laughs> Good times. Um, okay, so Derek and Meredith are in the elevator again, because of course they are. Uh, it's angry and tense. They're just glaring at each other. It's so fun. Um, Callie and George are in the locker room, and she tells him that she loves him. And he doesn't say anything back right away. And then Izzy bursts in and she's like, I need help. 
I wouldn't ask if it wasn't important. He's like, okay. And then he's like, bye. <laughs> See you later. Um, in his defense, <laughs> yeah. she immediately, Callie immediately started like word vomiting after that. Yeah. She did not let him say anything back. Granted, in her defense, <laughs> if he felt the same way, he would have said, shh, stop. Stop. I love you too. I love you too. Or he would have f- gone to help Izzy and said, I have to go, but I love you too. Yeah. We'll talk about, like, I will call you later. But yeah. he, he doesn't. He doesn't feel that way. Yeah, I'm sure it's been have two episodes. Have you ever been in this scenario on either side? No. No, I have not. On either on either side, I have not. Um, I I think every single relationship that I've been in where the where the, the L word was used, <laughs> I think I've said it first every time, and I've never had anyone not say it back to me. Mm-hmm. But that's also because I'm incredibly lovable. So um, mm. or you find yeah. other liars. Ah, yes. Who lie to your face. That would be tough because I don't lie. Mm. Um, But uh, have you, have you, off the top of your head, has it ever been something you? been on the George side where more than once someone said it to me and I didn't say it back and it was uncomfortable. (laughs) So that's fun, but it's fine. I said it back when Michael said it the first time, so we didn't have that awkward moment and uh now we're married so everything worked out great for us so i don't know what will happen with kelly and george do you want to make a prediction on that right now they're gonna get married too oh that's so interesting because two episodes ago you said they definitely weren't gonna get married oh right um (laughs) i i i don't know where they're going with this relationship that's fair Um, so it's kind of a weird one it is and it's not weird in like it's just, I they, think it goes back to us not seeing a lot of it and then just yeah. kind of jumping to this point being like, what the fuck? I'm also not the kind of person that thinks that like, um, you know, the, the cliches of opposites attract or, or really any of that bullshit. Right. It's just like, mm-hmm. they, it doesn't make sense. And it's, yeah. it's exactly that. We just don't see it. We don't see what they're feeling. They're, yeah. Especially, I mean, it's even when the episode where she was like, he makes my world stop. And Izzy said that George was her McDreamy. It's like, even at that point we were like, what are you talking about? Like they just haven't been together that long. So it would make more sense if we had seen more of it. They're just telling us that right. they feel these things, but like, what, yeah. what are you based on what? Um, so yeah. Um, so, uh, this is when Meredith goes to Finn and she's like, I want you to be honest. I don't think you're telling the truth about how sick doc is. And I want you to tell me the truth. And he says, okay, he's really sick. Like best case scenario is six months and he's not best case scenario. Um, and so then they hug and she's, he's like, I'm sorry. I know you love him. And she's like, I do. I love him so much. And obviously she's talking about Derek and it's so she stupid. She is talking about so Derek. Much. I hate it so yes. much. It's uh. been so nice and it's so fucking stupid. Uh, I do feel sad about the dog though. So. Yeah. Sad dog, sad life. Do you want to make a prediction on the dog? <laughs> the dog dies uh, next episode. Really? Next episode? Maybe. I don't remember specifically, but it's coming. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, we had talked about, I was going to warn you when this happened anyways. 
because it's a dog thing. So we can call it a spoiler. Everyone can be yelling at me for spoiling this, but because of our, we know our personal relationships with dogs, it had been previously established that I was going to warn Carmen before there was a dog situation. So this was always going to be spoiled. The dog is going to die very soon. I don't remember if it's the next episode or the one after. It's very sad. Again, we've talked about this. Not many things yeah. make me cry in a show or a movie, but when a dog dies, I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. So No one is. Yeah. So, everyone, that's it. I've spoiled the show for Carmen. We're going to quit the podcast because I told them the dog dies. <laughs> yeah, no spoilies. Oh, wait. <clears throat> so, anyways, um, yeah, it was so annoying when she's like, I do. I love him so much. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the fourth grade. Um. So, okay. So then this is where we get one of those classic Grace things where like so much shit is happening all at once. Um, Izzy takes George to Denny's room and Izzy is explaining. She doesn't really tell George anything. She just starts telling Denny like, this is what's going to happen. I have everything ready. I'm not going to let you die. I'm going to keep you alive. Are you ready? And then she like reaches over and grabs scissors and George is like, no, literally what the fuck is going on? What are you doing? What is happening? Someone needs to talk to me. But it's also, he's not even that intent. He's like, um, yeah, hang on. I think he's, he's processing so it. caught off guard that he's like, there's no urgency. Cause he's like, well, there's no way she could be doing this thing that it, she clearly is doing. So she must right. be doing something else. Um, this is all an elaborate prank. Denny's yeah. trying to punk me. This yeah, is all his idea. Super weird. Um, which I kind of honestly understand because he's literally like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why would you bring me in here and then kill this patient in front of me that I know you're in love with? Um, so then <laughs> yeah. when you put it, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Carmen when has you put the it cough. that way. When you put it that way, it sounds so much worse. <laughs> yeah. It's super weird, but that's basically what's happening. Um, so, okay, so we see Brad leave the ER, and then we hear gunshots. Um, so the couple, the fighting couple, is also being discharged, and he, again, hides behind her, and she's like, all right, yeah, we're breaking up, <laughs> which is fine. Um, Fool me then, once, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty clear he's now shown his true colors. Um, Bailey runs outside. She's like, were those gunshots? She runs outside to see what happens. Flash to Izzy telling Denny, if you see a light, don't go into it. And George is like, what is happening? And she's like, shut up and don't let anyone come in. Because and Burke will like, be here Why? any second. And she, and she goes, cause I'm going to stop his heart. Mm, that's a terrible plan. Um, Bailey finds Brad shot outside. And then the person that we assume is Petey. Um, flashback to George being like, Izzy, you're going to have to not do this. Um, flashback out back over to Bailey who runs over to Burke. She, we, we see that Burke has been shot. Jarring. Um, flashback to Izzy who says Burke will be here soon. Cuts the wire, cut to black, hear the flatline noise. And that's the end of the episode. Mm. <laughs> mm. Such good TV. Nom, 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 Intense. Nom. So good. Um, so what were your thoughts when, you see Burke outside in, I, I was shocked, Yeah, but I'm not worried. Um, <laughs> he's going to live. I'm sure if you were watching this live, yeah. there was probably a lot in your, in your mind of, well, they killed that bomb guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
So no one's off limits. Um, but, but yeah, there was, there was nothing in my head that thought he was going to be, be dying. I, I did not expect someone to be caught in the crosshairs of that kind of significance Yeah, of this. So I knew that something had to happen with the gunman. I just didn't yeah. know what was going to happen. If you'll recall several episodes ago, you made a prediction that for the se- the season finale, one of the main characters would have a magical meta- major medical event. So whilst that was vague, it was also correct. <laughs> so <laughs> Something well has to happen. Yes, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Um, so gold star. Um, uh, do you have any other predictions on what's going to happen with Burke being shot other than he lives? Uh, I think Christina and him are going to be done fighting for a little bit. Um, <laughs> you think maybe they'll move past it because he's maybe about they'll to move die. Past it. Yeah. Um, all right. If Denny lives past <laughs> these two fucking episodes, <laughs> And if so, okay. The other thing too is, I think it was spoiled that uh, uh, Catherine Heigl did what three seasons? I think only on Grey's Anatomy, three or four seasons. So she has to get written off at some point. And if the next series of episodes are all relating to how she crossed this ethical line and she's getting her license revoked and she just that's how she leaves the show, I don't know, but. I don't, I'm, I'm having this because you don't physically see the scissors, the scissors cut, right? No, I think you hear this noise. Yeah. And then the flat yeah. line. So I don't know. Maybe there's a hope <laughs> that she didn't she didn't actually do it. And George stopped her. I just also was I was in the middle of writing something about George. Uh, and I, it says, I hope George fuck. What? <laughs> uh, and then but I think like literally it's it's right incredible yeah (laughs) um my notes are all stream of consciousness basically um but i think i was in the middle of saying i hope george doesn't get in trouble for this because he i guess he if he doesn't stop her he's an accomplice Mm -hmm. but i i don't want that to happen to him he's done nothing wrong right um so I, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for predictions other than Denny. Denny's going to be dead okay. after these next two episodes. <laughs> um, Burke and Christina aren't going to fight for like three episodes. <laughs> um, Burke is going to live. But if the next, you said the next two episodes are back to back, right? They aired together. Yeah. So we're going to watch them together. It's so that means it's going to be a little Grey's Anatomy movie. <laughs> yeah. So something else crazy is going to fucking have to happen. Or else it doesn't make any sense because this to me seems like the first part of a two part episode. And then to tell me that the next episode is a two part (laughs) episode, that shit's going to be wild. Um, Maybe the gunman gets in the hospital. Maybe the gunman takes Addison as a hostage. Maybe Addison finally divorces Derek. Um, I don't know. Okay. So yeah, you did your prediction with Addison and Derek was they'll be divorced by the end of season three. Um, your prediction for Callie and George was you don't fucking know. <laughs> um, Burke's going to live. Um, Denny's going to die. Uh, Meredith, you want to do a Meredith Derek vet prediction? Um, if, if Derek and Addison are divorced by season three, then Derek and Meredith are married by season four. <laughs> okay. Um, 
What were my other questions? I think those are the main ones. I mean, nothing really was going on with Alex in this episode. Do you have anything you want to say about him? Yeah, I just don't like him anymore. I liked him for like a minute and I don't like him anymore. (laughs) I think this episode, he's honestly fine. Like he's kind of got in the middle of the Christina and Burke thing, but not really intentionally. He just wanted to go with Burke to do the heart transplant. I'm still mad at him for being shitty to Addison, but other than that, I'm not, he's fine. Um, I think those are the major things I was going to ask for predictions on any, any, Oh, here we go. Update a prediction for, because you had a prediction for, um, Thatcher and Ellis, something about this and by the end of season two, I don't remember what your prediction was, but it was something I don't remember. I think it was just finding out more about them. Maybe, maybe about finding out about the affair. Yeah. I think it was something along the lines of, uh, uh, Meredith is going to find out more about the the affair uh, before the end of this season. I don't know. I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I think it was something about Thatcher maybe coming back more, but maybe that was before the episode where his kid was in the hospital. I don't remember. Um, okay, do you have any other bold finale predictions? Bold finale predictions. Um, we're going to get a <laughs> case of necrotizing fasciitis. Okay. And that's it. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Maybe us. another bomb inside a person. Maybe. Who's to say? <laughs> but the Anything dog dies apparently. Anything happens <laughs> Well, I had to warn you. I'm not going to let you go in blind. Yeah. Well, not here's a okay. dog death. Okay. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Bold prediction. The death of Doc makes Derek cheat on Addison with Meredith and Finn and Addison walk in on them together <laughs> and then out of spite they start fucking <laughs> it was I was like he's gonna say that Finn and Addison fuck <laughs> that's my bold prediction <laughs> that is a bold one that is bold all right well I love that for you and I love this journey for us together I'm super excited for us to watch the next two episodes because I know what happens um and it's gonna be a good time and uh season two is just it's good grace it's good good grace tv um if you are listening thank you so much for hanging in for almost two whole seasons we're super enjoying doing this show carmen i think likes it more than both of us thought he would i i never thought you were gonna hate it but i do think you like it more than i thought that you would which i love i i also like it more than i thought i would but i i can't i really can't hate a medical show i can't (laughs) um so we appreciate all the support and sharing us um a i'm trying to get back on the horse with the Instagram because I kind of fell off the face of the earth there for a minute when I was dying, Um, but I'm picking back up again. So if you have a moment to share us with your friends on Instagram or Facebook, we'd super appreciate that. If you have a minute to leave um, just a review or rating either one, they both really help bump us up in the algorithm for other people to find us. Um, And we are super excited to get into this finale with you guys. So thanks so much for listening. And remember... No spoilies. Don't spoil shit. Don't do it at all. And leave us a five-star review. We love you, and we will see you all in the next one.